all those regulations was affecting them physically and mentally. And it was like, no, we need to stand strong. Our studio is the vessel for an escape from this and the right way to get out of this. So it was like physically, like movement, eating well, in the human connection, because guess what? People physically got in the worst condition in their life during COVID. Welcome to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. Fitness, lifestyle, community, and getting better every day. All right, welcome everybody to the Fit and 42 Life Podcast. I'm here with Ryan. What's up, Ryan? Oh, what up, Jer? What's up, 42 Universe? Time to rock it again. Yeah, so Ryan, you're going on vacation in a little bit. Where are you going? Yes, sir. We're, we're going to Florida. So we're headed up to... To Disney World, so taking the family up there there for the last week of the year, and we're going to have a blast. So I'm a big Disney fan, been a long time, and then obviously my daughter followed in our footsteps, and she wants to go have some fun. So, What's your favorite Disney uh, movie? I'm a fan of like all of them, yeah. right? So I, there's not, I watch like most of them because they're, they're deep, meaningful movies, and I always look for some like deep takeaway from it. But I'm a big fan. I like the classic ones, you know, like Johnny Tsunami and all those ones. So that's like my era. But then there's the new ones. <laughs> I don't know what that is. You don't even know that no. one? What is that? Dude, so Johnny Tsunami's like, uh, he's a surfer. And he has to, his family moves to Colorado in snow. So he goes from a surfer to a snowboarder, you know. Oh, this is not, not a cartoon, though. No, this is like a, oh. a live one. Who's in it? I forget the main actor. Is Jack Black in this? Is it no, like, he's not in that one. No. Oh, okay. Is it like from the it's mid old 90s? One. Yes, yeah, 90s one. Okay, Jack Black's in one. I, anyway, there's some good 90s ones. All right, I so like that era. I was. I think <laughs> Disney. I think cartoons. I was. I was going to ask you since you have a daughter. Is there a Disney song stuck in your head that you could, or a song you could just sing by word for word? So Frozen. Yeah. So that one obviously <laughs> yeah. was stuck in our head for so that ever. Right now. So yeah. the Frozen phase was crazy. And now she's in a Stitch. Oh, so Stitch, I don't know what Lilo happened. Lilo and Stitch? Yeah, Lilo uh, and Stitch. You just shortened that, it there. That one, like, just, well, they don't even care about Lilo anymore. It's all about <laughs> Stitch. So. <laughs> and, See, you know. and, like, I don't know what happened in the world, but all of a sudden Stitch is, like, this big figure. So oh. all she wants is Stitch this, Stitch that. It's all about Stitch. And oh. I'm like, that's odd because we've watched the movie once, and now it's, like, this big deal. I'm like, I don't know what happened, but apparently Stitch is famous again. I'm in the I'm in the frozen, deep in the frozen phase right now. And so Sloan will ask me in the car, Daddy, you have your phone? I'm like, yeah, I said, can you turn on Frozen? I'm like, ah, <laughs> here okay. we go again. All right. So that, that, I didn't even plan this, but this goes right into a fun <laughs> fact. Rye, do you know, well, today is um, the first day of winter, December 21st. And do you know what happens with the days from this point moving forward? I really have no idea. We discussed this before, and I still don't get it. So Jerry's going to enlighten us. Uh, guys, I am uh, a master of small, I'm not going to say dumb facts, but things, I just like to know things. So today, for you who don't know, don't know, is today, the December 21st, is the shortest day of the year, the winter solstice. But some people say, oh, man, it's winter. I look at it as this is a positive. This is a positive because each day gets two to three minutes longer per day. And I think it lasts until 
June 21st when summer starts. So summer starts, then they start getting a little shorter day by day. But so right now, we're going to get a little better each day, right? <laughs> See, that's the point of it. See the principle? Yeah. A little better each day. Yeah. You got to give me, it's like when we're in the desert and we're like, I, I look at the calendar. I'm like, all right, it's July. All right, we're getting closer to August. All right, all right. We're almost <laughs> in September. Oh, come on, October. And then so like, just got to have something to look forward to, right? All right. So we were planning this podcast today. And then I came across this article. And I said, it's time, Rye. It's time. We got to do it. We got to do it. And we got a lot. We've been abused for a few years. And so it was time to talk about COVID because the conversation's opening up now. And people <laughs> seem to be talking more and more about COVID openly. And you're not going to get uh, censored as much. And, and, and so what we're, not, what we're saying today is um, we're going to talk about our experiences being in the fitness industry. But also an amazing article I just came across. That was like, it punched me right in the face. I'm like, I need to freaking talk about this. The article basically says it's, a, it's, a, it's the most profound thing. Those who exercise die less from COVID. I'm like, wow, that's, that's amazing. Wow, who was saying that the whole last two years? So, guys, look up on the – the article's everywhere. It came out this week. But look up – the COVID study with exercise, if you want to, and I, this, I, my stats today are from the Washington Post, like a legitimate, like art, you know, publication. And so some really crazy stats came from the article, but I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to, well, I'm not surprised one bit. The crazy stats that, that like just were so like in my face and like, come on, was they, they, they've divided everyone into five groups. And the groups were the, the two main groups I want to talk about is if you exercise 10 minutes or less a week, okay? So it's basically you're not exercising. And then the best, most advanced group was exercising two and a half hours per week, 150 minutes. And that is the government's recommendation for exercise you know, per week. The crazy statistic from this article was – you are 391% more likely to die from COVID if you were exercised 10 minutes or less than if you exercised two and a half hours a week. Wow. It's like, what? Like, where was this the last two years when they're just all these rules and everything where the guys make sure to get outside get that walk in for get out there for two and a half hours get out moving make sure you get some sun where, where it was like nothing and then there's people like us that were just getting crushed from all angles uh from uh the public perception of gyms and 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 um, governmental agencies and it was like what so right Give me a little, what do you feel about this? Yeah, I think that during that whole time, the thing that was most irritating, like obviously the uh, most of the world is trying to gain understanding and awareness of what's going on. But when you're a fitness professional, you know, and you study this for so long, you know what you're supposed to do because viruses are viruses and it's it's not new to anybody, you know, and how do you combat viruses? It's movement, eating healthy and getting sunlight and taking care of your cardiovascular, all that type of stuff. And nobody was saying anything about that, you know? So from our 
our authorities and our government. Nobody stated that at all. They just said, isolate. And they, they literally told everybody all the wrong things to do. And, you know, I'm looking like they're not fitness professionals. They don't know what they're doing, but they definitely gave the wrong recommendations. And, you know, from our perspective, we had to share, teach our members, hey, this is how you care for yourself. This is how you're going to get through this time. This is how you're going to save your life, you know, and trying to teach that. But also you're fighting the government and what they're stating. So it's like, you're wrong and you're this and that. And it was like a very rough time because as a professional, you know, you're telling the truth, you're doing the right thing. But then people are, uh, it was a very touchy subject uh, for the most part. And it was very uh, challenging time to get through. But at the end of the day, I felt like, you know, with the 42 universe, we were able to express our ideas on how to care for our community and everyone gravitated and took it in. And that's why I feel like our team got through it. You know, our people got through it because guess what? We knew exercise was the key. I mean, we knew that eating healthy was the key. Hydration was the key. Better sleep was the key. And so we taught everybody that. And, you know, we got through it after about a year and a half of fight from the government. But I'm really proud of our community for getting through it. And it was a fight because it was such an interesting time. There was so many lies and just things that were not being, people weren't being truthful, especially authorities and government figures were stating wrong things. And we're over here telling a whole different perspective, a natural way to combat this. And so it was a, a, it was a wild yeah, so time for us. On one hand, I would like to believe they were doing the best they could and they were trying to protect. But in in protecting, they were completely just doing some really, really just flat out dumb things. Mm-hmm. And... I, I can't get it out of my mind when there's the surfer that was in like somewhere in California, he was surfing and then they were waiting for him to rest him once he got out of the water. Like it was just this guy in the ocean. They're like, come on, buddy, you're getting arrested. You should not be out here. They were closing down parks. They were, they were putting sand in uh, skate parks. They were taking the, uh, the hoops off of basketball courts. Like I know you share a story of like, the way they were treating masks at the Palm Springs location, like getting out of your car. Tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, so like we, you know, we went through it as a community. So we're in uh, Palm Springs and definitely that was a community that took things extremely serious and they were regulating uh, like no other. It was insane, you know, and they it hit such a point. So when they first started this, we ended up doing Zoom stuff for like three, four months and then they, we followed all their rules. So I, I, I followed the rules. They wanted us to go outside. So we went outside. We still had to wear masks outside. We still had to like clean our stuff up. So I followed everything that we were supposed to do. But they were always trying to find reasons to like find me or arrest me. or And they would threaten me over and over again. Like every few weeks, they'd be at the doorstep. But I'm following the rules. Then they would make things up like, your members have to, when they exit the car, they need to put their mask on. They need to go into the facility or, or go to the outside area and train with their mask on, then go back to their car with their mask on. When they're in the car, they could take it off. And it was just ridiculous stuff continuously that never made sense. And that's what they try to do with us. And they really, they forced us outside for a year and a half, <laughs> you know, but 
it, it's funny because we we formulated this idea of like this unbreakable spirit. So as a community, that's what we said the whole time. We're unbreakable because I noticed everything that was going on and how demoralizing it was and how it was affecting people. And I was like, I'm not going to quit. Like they're trying to get me to quit, but they're, they literally don't know who I am. Like I will stay outside for five years. I will find a loophole in every single way to make it work. And that's kind of what we did. And we literally took our whole gym outside, ran the full schedule, Crazy. like five hours in the morning, three hours at night, every single day for a year and a half. Remember you guys had shopping cart. You had a shopping cart bringing weights out. You guys yeah. had a, like a whole system. We had the on. system down because our spirit was like, our members need us and we're not going to break. Nothing's going to stop us here. And we like followed the rules. So we, everything they were saying, we obeyed the rules they were saying, but they would always try to find something else, you know? And it was just a very interesting time for us. But yeah, it was just wild to see all how aggressive they got with everything, how they try to find people, how they try to arrest people. And none of it made sense. It still doesn't make sense. It's still kind of a blur, like what just happened to us, you know? Um, it's like, what were you trying to do? Like, you were like, really? I'm just trying to help people, guys. I'm trying to get them exercise. And now they're like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess all that exercise you guys were doing, that actually worked. Oh, wow, awesome. Meanwhile, they were like making an example out of gyms worldwide. And they're like, well, you guys are killing people. And then you got the fitness people that have been living this lifestyle their whole lives. Like, are you guys serious? Like, you think mm -hmm. we're hurting people? We're actually being there for them right now. Like Ryan said earlier, he said, what do you do to prisoners to punish them? You put them in isolation. You like, mm -hmm. that's a way of mind, like to mess with their minds and, and to like harm them. So we, we want everyone in isolation. And then like, hey, you gym guys, you guys are, you guys are the problem. You guys are the problem. Like, how are we the problem? We're like trying to make people happier and healthier and like work their body. Then this study comes out and I'm like, oh, hell no. But it's not news to us. I'm happy it's news to the public. And I hope a lot of the people that were very, um, very judgy towards, I'm sure a lot of people saw Ryan and his staff, like, what are they doing out there? What are they, Ooh. those super spreaders? And meanwhile, Ryan and, and, and the Palm Spring and uh, the whole 42 studios, all of us, we're just trying to help people. We get up, we're like, all right, we got to do this. We got to help people. This is, they need us right now. Then people are looking at us like, you guys are the problem. You guys, and I hope, I, I, I want to tell, I'm just getting this off my chest. I, I have an angle at the end where I'm going to take this conversation, but I just want, I hope people read that and that we're on the, on the side of, that we're side of the judging of the gym industry as, as being a negative and they're like, oh, wow, look at that. Huh. Maybe I was wrong. And I just hope people can just say like to themselves, be like, didn't realize that. And I know I, I, I have to believe in my, in my heart that they were trying to do a good thing, but it was a real, it was, it was, it was really tough for us to live it through because we were the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, it was why. Yeah, we were the bad guys. Like, bad guys. I mean, I remember being, we, we were attacked. We were attacked by, you know, social media. People would say things like, yeah. um, you know, even internally, people had different opinions on it. I really felt from the beginning, just having the understanding of wellness, I felt like like they were saying we were the problem, but I re really felt like we were the solution to everything, you know? And I know after working with the members, I realized real quick how fast people, 
that isolation, all the stuff, being in the house, all those regulations was affecting them physically and mentally. And it was like, no, we need to stand strong and we need to have this. Our studio is the vessel for an escape from this and the right way to get out of this, right? So it was like physically, like movement, eating well, in the human connection, because guess what? People physically got in the worst condition in their life during COVID. Also, the mental health is the worst it's ever been in history right now because of what happened during COVID. And that's everybody. That's uh, kids in particular too. So for me, I saw that early on. Is like, no, this is a recipe for pure disaster. And my squad, 42 Universe, is not going to be a part of that. We're going to make our mark. So we like, that's why we went outside. We did that stuff. We still had fun. We did challenges. We had water balloon fights. We had fun. It was about physically having, being, uh, taking care of people, but also being a vessel for fun because that was lost in the world. And also like people getting connected still. So their mental health is well. And I really felt like we were the solution no matter what people were saying about us, you know, and, and we had to take our licks. We had to take our slaps on the face for a year and a half, but it was cool. Really, I think the 42 Universe, Palm Springs, everybody, because after fighting for like six months, everyone came to our defense. Like you guys, without you guys, I wouldn't be sane right now. I wouldn't be healthy. So that gave us the drive to fight even harder because our community was like, I believe in you guys. You guys are telling the truth. I back you guys. And then we just fought. And then it was more the public was against us, but our team had our back. And that's all I cared about. And then, you know, uh, time goes by and everyone realizes we were correct the whole time. And now it's not to like show it like I told you so to anybody, but it's more like we got through it. It's it's hopefully people raise awareness now. Like if this ever happens again, take care of yourselves, you know, get outside, move your bodies, eat right, have human connection. Like Jared said, the worst thing that's what really was a red flag to me was like the whole isolation thing. Like my father spent most of his life in prison. And so I'm aware of, you know, the tactics in there. So when they, someone tells you to isolate yourself, red flag, because that's the worst thing that, that can happen to a human. You do not want to do that. That's, that's punishment in prison, right? So like right there, guys, if that ever happens, just be aware of this stuff. I think this is a learning lesson for everybody. Be aware um, next time this happens or if this happens, but know yeah. that taking care of yourself, all of this stuff, just look at the stats. Crazy. You should take care of yourself. Wow. Take care of yourself. So uh, I left out a big point of this article was this is a study of 200,000 people. So it's not like a, a minor study where they were like, it's very, it's very easy to fudge the results. So that's a huge thing. But I, I remember Casey has been 42 in Texas. He has Kingwood location. And I remember they were open like two months after March hit and there's Kingwood operating. Sure. People are hesitant to work out, but they were allowed indoors and you got Palm Springs, which was like absolutely shut down. Like they were like the Gestapo and Ryan's door. And then you got Palm desert, which was luckily very understandable. And La Quinta was a little more strict. And then, so you got all these different areas. And my buddies has a studio in Toronto, Canada, and they were policing his 
the front of his building. Like they were treated like that was, and they lasted over a year past when we opened up. So you got all these different like uh, zones of the world that were treating it differently. You got Texas, which is a flight down south for like three or four hours, and they're completely fine. You got Palm Springs, which is like, oh my god, the world's gonna end. Then you got a couple miles to the east. You got Palm Desert, which is like, all right, guys, they were a little more lenient. So it's just a, a freaking wild time, man. So here's the deal: you got this study, and it said, remember, three hundred ninety-one percent more likely to die from COVID than whether you if you exercise ten minutes or less than if you exercise up to two and a half hours a day. So how about we do this? How about we take the word COVID out of this sentence and we replace it with heart attack or we replace it with cancer or we replace it with other things that, you know, why not put those percents in your favor by moving, getting out there? This doesn't say you got to do a CrossFit class for two and a half hours a week. This just says you got to exercise. You got to blatantly get up and like make it intentional to exercise. And so that's what hit me too with this message is like this article, yeah, it's it talking about COVID, but how about getting the people we care about, getting them up, motivating, because you're listening to this, obviously you're exercising right now. This, I'm talking to everyone who believes the same thing we believe, but this is like, get this message out to the people we care about and like really show them this, like, come on, come on. And maybe we can affect a few people. I'm not, you know, I know it's, it's hard to change someone's mind and hard to everyone's Everyone's got a, a reason why they shouldn't exercise, right? Until then, until then they can't exercise and like, darn, I wish I could exercise, right? There's no better feeling. Like if you're ever sick, there's like the number one, the best feeling if you're ever sick is when you start feeling better, right? And I guess uh, if you take away the ability to exercise for someone, I guess they're going to wish they were able to exercise if they could have prevented something. So that's what I wanted to get out of this. That's the message I wanted to reach to you guys, right? You gotta- I think that's that's nailed it. I think the biggest thing, it's like COVID's over. It's like that era's over. Now learn from it. Now the biggest lesson, like Jer said, it's be preventative. Yeah. Be preventative. This like taking care of yourself is preventative work. That's the frontline defense to disease and illness and mental, all of that stuff is caring for yourself. Don't wait for freaking the black plague to come to start caring for yourself like most people did. It's like, be take care of yourself now, right? How do you combat viruses, disease, sickness? This lifestyle, move your body, right? It doesn't matter what it is. Disease and illness is all linked to nutrition and, and how you care for yourself. So do the work now. Don't wait for a global pandemic to start caring for yourself. It's like, be ready. Like none of us were even worried about COVID at all. Because guess what? My body was taken care of. My body was strong. I was in the healthiest state of my my ever, you know? So it was like, all right, whatever, you know, if I do get it, my body's going to combat it. It's like, if you understand that, you're okay, you know? But be preventative in your life. Don't like take care of yourself. Be ready at all times. Stay ready, you know, eat right, move your body. Um, make sure you're just drinking water, you're getting good sleep. Connect with humans, you know, have fun, smile, just enjoy life and take care of yourself every single day. Then you will not be worried about any of this stuff if it pops up. And that's just the way to, that's the way to live. Like this is why we call it the Fit and 42 lifestyle. It's a lifestyle you live 
forever, right? And it, uh, it just happens that, guess what? This lifestyle can battle you, be your frontline defense to a global pandemic or anything that happens. It's like, just take care of yourself, right? Every single day and you're going to be all right. That's an order. All right, guys. Direct order. That's right. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got to say. Next week, we'll have a, a more happier episode. But this needed to be said today because we went through a lot of stuff the last two years. And, you know, COVID's behind us. But hopefully, you know, I know Ryan and I, we think very similarly. It's like, all right, that happened. What can we learn from that? What can we learn from that? What can we help someone else? What can we teach them and, and get better from this? And I think we did some good stuff today. So, all right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. See ya. Have a good one, guys. Mm-hmm.